0: Hello, God morning. It's Labor Day in the United States. So I hope everyone is taking time to rest today, taking time to spend time with family and to reflect on the day that God has made. Happy Labor Day. This is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and it is with a heavy heart that I'm dedicating today's podcast to MJ, MJ in Chicago. She's fighting for her life right now. Uh, She is on life support, and we are just praying that God encircles her and all of us around the world please send up prayers for the doctors to be able to make the right decisions and uh, and not to speak gloom and doom into this beautiful soul just want to let you know MJ is thick as thieves with the Lord So no matter what, God has his hand in her hand, and that I know for sure. Let us pray. Dear God, as I open up my Bible, at the start of each day, I lift my eyes to heaven and I most sincerely pray. Lord, open up my heart and mind, to hear these words today I want to understand you Lord please hear these words I say these stories that were written so many years ago hold the way to my salvation your word has told me so I thank you for my life Lord the blessings of your son for your family friends and neighbors I love them, everyone. And when I close my eyes, Lord, at the ending of each day, I will praise my Father up in heaven for the gifts He sent my way, for the universe He created, and the lives of those I love. There is nothing greater in my life than my love for God above amen and a special prayer to mj's husband tony who is by her side and her mother her daughter her son and her grandson god please spare them any heartache and here's a prayer for the family We beseech you, God of mercy and love, to watch over this family of ours. May every member of our family be wholly devoted to you. In your kindness, guard us all from every evil, amen. Please shine your light upon my family. Give us strength to overcome all the difficulties that we are dealing with now and protect us against any and all problems that we may encounter in the future. Amen. And God grant us the serenity to accept the things we cannot change, the courage to change the things we can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those that trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. I am anxious, anxious, anxious to get into the word today. God has prepared an awesome message. So get ready, listeners. We'll be right back in just a moment. We're going to learn a lot. We're going to feel a lot. Be right back. A Spectacle of Glory says, When it comes to the Christian life, the stakes are high. You and I only get one life on earth to please our master. No do-overs. Do you ever wake up at night and wonder, am I doing this right? Am I making the most of the moments that God gives me? And that is why I love this message today. In the scripture, it says, Mark 14, when the woman poured perfume on Jesus's head, some people went ballistic and criticized her. But Jesus rebuked them harshly. He said, in essence, back off. She did what she could do, and it was beautiful. Sometimes we look at our own service to the Lord, and we think It isn't much. We could have done much better. And yet we did what we could. And really, that's all God asks us to do. We can only do what we're able to do in the moment. And inspired by the Spirit, it's always a beautiful thing in Jesus's sight. Amen. Thank goodness. Lord, you know my heart. You know, I do want to please you. The results seem clumsy or ineffective sometimes, but you're not carrying around a clipboard making check marks. You're looking at my heart. And in your great place and with your great grace, you make beautiful, worthy things out of my awkward, not ready for prime time attempts to serve you. Amen. Blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, who has confidence in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit that is exactly how jesus satisfies and sustains us to have him near means you have it all to know him is to realize that he is your dearest most faithful companion when life becomes difficult and anxieties press in your spirit can remain fresh and strong as you send your roots deep into his hidden streams. The next time you pour a cold drink on a hot summer afternoon, pause and praise the Lord for the way it quenches your thirst. Oh yeah, he's the wellspring of water He fulfills and satisfies like nothing else and like no one else. Amen. Lord, I know these little roots of mine can go deeper into your life, your provision, your companionship. Help me to stay fresh and alive and hopeful, even when my circumstances are hurtful and hard to bear. May the fruit I bear even in a time of drought bring honor to you, Lord. Lord, I've had strong helpers my whole life. When I've been weary and discouraged, I didn't think I could go on. You've always had someone who stepped alongside, helping me, praying for me, lending strength and courage, When I had so little of my own. True fact, right? Thank you, Jesus. Now please help me (laughs) to be that help to someone in need today. Amen. Habakkuk 1 verse 8 says... The prophet describes an invading army as fiercer than wolves at dusk. Well, we all face such invaders, an army of dark, anxious thoughts and that tear and devour all suggestions of comfort and calm. And at such times, we remember that your good shepherd stands guard. He never sleeps. He never goes off duty. And even in the night shadows, he bids his sheep to lie down in green pastures, untroubled by worries and fears. He is the only one who can slay wolves that crawl out of hiding when darkness falls. So please set your thoughts on him and the creatures of the night will slink right back into their caves guaranteed Lord Jesus the wolves have been howling again and my thoughts are troubled as best as I know how I rest my thoughts on you so stand sentry outside the gate of my mind set up camp between me and the dark canyons of night you have never faced a wolf that you couldn't slay. And I know you never will. Amen. And lastly, Philippians chapter 2, verse 14. Paul commands believers to do everything without grumbling or arguing. Yes, everything. Paul was writing to a group of believers who were facing enormous hardships and the temptation to murmur must have been great. But writing from jail himself, he wanted them to catch a bigger picture. We've got to catch the bigger picture, listeners. Nothing makes us scornful. Nothing makes the cynical world sit up and take notice of God more than when it observes believers actually rejoicing in their hardships without a hint of complaint. And that's where we want to be. So think of how complaints or grumbling may have diminished your witness to those around you and then cut it out. Lord Jesus, for the sake of your gospel and the advancement of your kingdom, for the sake of this unhappy, cynical, sometimes hopeless generation in which I live, please set a guard at my tongue today. Keep me from complaining about anything, Lord. Keep me from speaking empty, disheartening words that really don't help anybody. I just want to shine for you today, Lord. I want to shine for you. Amen. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, listeners, when we come back, we're going to go deep and you're going to love it. Stay right there. And we're back. Listeners, I stumbled across a great article from Crosswalk.com and we know that there are no accidents Um. This article is written by Cindy McMenamin, but I tell you, it was great because it says, here are God's top 10 answers to your why questions. Oh, I loved it. So admit it, listeners. You have lots of why questions for God. Why am I going through this situation? Why did you let that happen? Why didn't you allow me to experience that blessing? Etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Although it's human nature to question and try to find the reasoning behind God's ways, truly. Most of us believe our why questions result from ignorance about who God is or a lack of faith in what he is doing. After more than 30 years of study, Cindy put together the top 10 answers to our why questions. They're not in any particular order, but they are all based on scripture and what it tells us of God's character. If he were to speak audibly, perhaps his answers to your questions would be these. Our first why question answer is, God will say, trust me, I have my reasons. We don't really like this answer, because we want God to explain himself. We want to see the reasons and exercise our options to agree or disagree with God. It's pointed out in Isaiah 55. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as heavens are higher than the ear, Are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts? I can't help but feel that God is saying, because I say so, is really what he's saying. So like a loving parent who may have said that to you when you were a child, he knows what he's doing. And scripture says his ways are perfect, and that he never makes mistakes another answer to our why lord would be so you will grow in james chapter 1 verse 2 we are instructed to count it all joy my brothers when you meet trials of various kinds for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness and let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete lacking in nothing well god wants you to be perfect and complete so he will at times allow you to go through hardships and to grow your character stay with me another answer is to a why question is you never asked because God knows all that we expect and that we expect him to give us a blessing that we haven't even asked for he wants the relationship he wants us to ask and keep coming back again James 4 2 says you have because you do, you have not because you do not ask. Many women have said to God, why won't you give me a husband? But they never really asked him. And they also ask, why can't I have a baby? But they haven't been asking God the Same question. He wants to work within us and begin that work. We just need to start the conversation. Number four, when you ask why, the answer could be you're asking for the wrong reasons. God, why can't I win the lottery? God, why won't you give me this high-paying position? God, why didn't you let me win? Yes, James chapter 4 verse 2 says, You do not have because you do not ask. But the verse clarifies that statement further by saying, When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with the wrong motives, that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. Hey, God will not be a party to our selfishness. So if you're asking for something for you, God's answer might be, you're being selfish. So why not try asking for something for Him? Or try asking for something that Jesus would ask for. And that's the literal meaning When we say that we're praying in Jesus' name, it puts a whole new spin on the equation and it may eliminate your why question altogether. Number five, when you ask why, Lord, he says, so you'll rely on me. Why am I without a job, Lord? Why am I without a spouse? Why am I without hope? Well, face it. When we don't have what we want or need, it makes us desperate, right? God wants to be the one that we are desperate for. And I believe he will allow whatever it takes to make us fully dependent on him. Deuteronomy chapter 13 verse 4 commands us to follow the Lord your God and fear him and you shall keep his commandments listen to his voice serve him and cling to him well nothing makes us cling more to God than, we are des- than when we are desperate for something so be desperate for him and he will become your answer. Loving it. I hope you are. And when you say, why, Lord? And he's, he answers, just wait. It's because so often our why questions are premature. We get impatient, and we can't see an end result. But God has an entirely different timeline. As stated in Psalm 84, it says, No good thing will he withhold from those whose walk is blameless. So, if you're walking uprightly, listeners, and it seems like God is withholding something good, it could mean it isn't truly good for you. Or, it just isn't the right time. Hallelujah. The seven reason when we ask why an answer could be, I have something better in mind. Sometimes our why is because we believe God is giving us second best or that he's forgotten about us altogether. But Jesus said, if you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? It's Matthew seven eleven. Do you think God could be waiting to give you something better than you've thought or asked for? I know it's difficult to endure something when you're hoping for something better but keep your hope in God not in what you're hoping for from God he's better than the most loving of earthly parents and he sees what is best for us eternally not just temporally and he is a God who loves to bless his children. So hold on. Why number eight? Why, Lord? And the answer is, I'm protecting you. The psalmist said, My mouth will tell of your righteous deeds, of your saving acts all day long though I know not how to relate them all. Do you believe that God is saving you all day long through what he brings in and out of your life? God may say no to save you from something hurtful. And he might allow something you don't like because it's keeping you from something worse. God knows our weaknesses and when it comes to temptation, he knows our tendency for failure. When it comes to our relationships, he sees what's ahead and we don't. I remember the day that we had to start praying. God, don't let me near this if I will prioritize it above you. God, please allow this, but only if I will remain humble and give the glory to you. Listeners, he protects us physically as well as morally and spiritually. And like any good father, he knows what is best for his children. Oh, yes number nine why lord why and the reply is i'm making you more like jesus we love to quote romans 8:28, and we know that for those who love god all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose and then we look for the good so that we can hold on to it. But I truly believe that verse taken in context with the next verse tells us the good that God is constantly working on in terms of why he allows and doesn't allow what he does. It says, For those who he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son. Sometimes the why is simply because God wants to make you through your circumstances more like his son. Is the shoe footing fitting yet? If the shoe fits, wear it. And the 10th answer that we get to a why question would be, because I love you. God loves us too much to give us exactly what we want. I thought I wanted a certain man when I was in college, but God knew better. I thought I wanted at least three children, but God knew better. And today, instead of asking, Why couldn't I have had these things? I sincerely find myself saying, thank you, Lord, for knowing what was best for me. Let that sink in. God is loving. He is good. And if he did not spare his own son, but delivered him over for all of us, How will he not also with him freely give us all things? Big question. If God has not delivered on something that you wanted or has allowed something you don't understand, his answer might best be because I love you. And one day, listeners, you will understand. Amen. I thought that was eye-opening and awesome. And I will not be asking God why anymore. Thank you for coming to pray with me. Thank you for praying for my friend MJ and her life. She's fighting for her life. Thank you for being such loyal listeners, for coming every day and listening to the podcast. Hopefully repeating a few other podcasts in your day or along the week. Nonetheless, we're here together. We're in this together. We're going to meet God together. And we're going to live together in eternity. This I truly believe. Stay on course, listeners. We just got these blessings started for today. Knowledge is king. Wisdom is golden. Ponder everything you heard. Bye for now.